Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bro Sapiens Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Five Star Junk Removal. We have the summer coming around. That means barbecues. That means get-togethers. That means cornhole. That means volleyball. It means a lot of fun with the family and hanging out and, of course, making memories. But sometimes that's always a downfall by doing that. Why? Not because of the family time, not because of the kids fucking up your house, but because there's a mess everywhere and you need to clean and you need to present, right? You need to present well. Well, instead of doing all the hard work of cleaning out the backyard, cleaning up that extra clutter, call the guys over there at Five Star Drunk Removal so they can come help you clean up and get you ready for the summertime. They do some summer cleaning because it's not just spring cleaning, folks. It is also summer cleaning. Get the rest of that clutter out and let the dudes over there at Five Star Drunk Removal do all the heavy lifting. Where can they reach you, my friend? You can reach us at 805-769-7796. We service all of Slow County, man. I mean, I was just even parts of southern monterey county i was just in king city last week cleaned out someone's garage they were real happy and they can have the friends over the family they're gonna play pong in there now and you can also even as far as santa maria northern santa barbara i'll be there tomorrow so like he said give us a call 805-769-7796 you could text that number as well you can find us on all media platforms facebook instagram yelp thumbtack that's right, baby. And we are now on RSS.com. We are also on Spotify. We are also on iHeartRadio. The Bro Sapiens podcast has gone global, ladies and gentlemen. It's all up from here. It's all up from here, baby. And once again, use promo code BRO10. That's promo code BRO10 to get $10 off of the first load. And it's all up and down, baby. Let's go. Let's go. What's up, man? How was your weekend, dude? How'd you like the volleyball we played on Sunday? Dude, I was sore, my brother. Pretty sore on Monday? I was sore, dude. My ankles were sore. More so in the shoulder area for some reason. Mm -hmm. Me and Daniel were really sore in the shoulder area for some reason. Maybe the spiking. Yeah, that could have been it. I'm not sure what it was from, but... But yeah, man, it felt good. I know my my right shoulder is kind of screwed up. I don't think the volleyball helped it at all. But it was fun, man. It's definitely fun to get up and moving, get the heart rate going. And then with the with, with that beautiful California sun blistering on the skin, making that farmer's tan just a tad bit worse. Yeah, I got pretty dark this weekend, man. Yeah, me too, man. But at least we don't burn, though. Yeah, I only burn on my nose. That's it. Yeah. On the bridge of my nose only. Yeah. It's weird. It's interesting. But yeah, man, it was kind of interesting, bro. It was, uh, it was an interesting thing that happened today to me today, which I wanted to open up this. I wanted to open this conversation up with this. Um Obviously, we understand that the homelessness is becoming a very serious problem Oh yeah, in California. And it's pretty much in a lot of places. I mean, Philadelphia, Detroit, uh, the, some of the the worst places, you know, that have the worst homelessness. You know, it's, it's insane, dude. And then I think we have it worse, though, because a lot of homeless people come here for the weather. Yeah, that's true. And if I'm not mistaken, I heard that they get some money to come here. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard. Something has to do with the train station sending them to San Francisco or something, right? Yeah, I don't know how factual it is, but I do know that they get money or something like that, uh, which yeah. doesn't help our situation here. With our with the governor we have, I believe it. Yes, you can you say know. that again. But yeah, man, it was crazy because so I work in San Luis Obispo, and I'm going on this new regimen for I don't know, just like just just like on a trial basis. I was thinking about just eating breakfast. Uh-huh. And then on my lunches, not eat anything and just go walk around the park and then have dinner, of course, after working out through that anabolic window. 
Um, yeah. But it was interesting because I went to a park called Damon Garcia Field or whatever, and it's closed, right? It's closed. It's a very beautiful park, and it's closed. And I was like, okay, so it's closed. And then when I went, it was closed, but then I saw a bunch of towels and tents, and that's a beautiful park. It's a very nice park. Where's that one at? It's on Aero Vista. No. It's on, uh, what's that street by Aero Vista? So it's Aero Vista by the airport, but what's that long street? I think it's Broad. I think it's Broad Street. I don't know. I'm going to be there tomorrow, too. It's by Tank Farm and Aero Vista Place. Yeah. Yeah, so it's over there by the airport. And um, there's a really nice field called Damon Garcia Sports Field. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking annoying, dude. Like, it was closed, and I was like, all right, whatever. It's closed because they're trying to regrow the grass. Okay. Understandable. Um, but then I saw a bunch of towels and tents everywhere. And then I saw a fucking a homeless dude come out of the bathroom. Oh, man. I was like, dude, did they really just close this park down for these fools? So how are they going to... Re, how are they going to receive the grass if they're just staying there laying on it? Well, they weren't laying on it, but there was like by the bathroom, there's like a bunch of trees. Yeah. But they were all in there, bro. But that's what I'm saying. Like the park's closed. Like I can't walk around the park, but these fools can use the bathroom and shit because the, the fence was closed. So they just broke But the in. bathroom was open. So they must have a hole somewhere in the fence. Something, dude. But they set up shop right there, man. And it's like. Yeah, no one's bugging them. Man, dude. I mean, honestly, it's like their house. I went there Monday, too. It was closed. Tuesday, closed. Today, closed. Yeah, it's probably going to be closed for a minute. They're receiving. That can take at least a month or two. Yeah, but the crazy thing is, I don't understand, is the park is so, the, the, the grass area is so far away from where they're staying. But I seen a dude walk out of the bathroom, dude. Yeah, why is the bathroom even open? And there was a dude in from the parks, from like the county parks were there. So I'm like, this fool really opened the bathroom for these people? I mean, I get it, dude. People have problems, you know. I understand people have a lot of problems and people deal with problem with, with a bunch of shit, you know. And we're, we'll talk about mental health a little bit in this podcast as well. Um, men's mental health, especially um, for this particular episode. And I'll we'll explain. I'll explain and we'll explain why. Get a deep dive on it. But it's interesting because I understand people have problems and I understand there's probably some homeless people who didn't have a fair shake at life. But for the most part, us having family who is homeless, it's mainly just laziness. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. I'd say 80% of us being lazy, not wanting to get a grasp on what life is. And it seems like life just hits them and they're just like, they just keep postponing when they're going to start their life. Honestly, you know what I mean? And just next thing you know, you're like 40, you picked up a drug habit on the way there and it just snowballs. Then you get comfortable and then the government helps you and then they open up the bathroom for you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm that's saying. That's what happens. Dude, I just wanted to walk around the park to get some miles in, bro. Yeah. It's crazy. I was in shock. Like, I was like, bro, like, this is insane. And, and some of them are aggressive. No, yeah, they're starting Don't to get very aggressive. Don't even want you to get aggressive. near them. Yeah, they're starting to get very aggressive. And then the crazy thing is, is like, when is it going to stop? I, I mean, like, is. Skid Row is bad. Oh, in Los Angeles? Yeah. Nobody wants to go. Oh, no one wants to go downtown in general anymore. Dude, by, um, where's that street called? I think it's by Catella Avenue in Los Angeles when you're going towards Anaheim. Not Anaheim. When you're going towards Disneyland, there's Catella Avenue. And then, I forgot what, it's, what it is, man. But it's, it's, it's when you're going towards, um, Disneyland and there's like the, the Disney themed, uh, uh, resorts. Uh, there's like a, as like a, 
a hotel that looks like a castle almost. Bro, remember. there's people posted outside just sleeping straight up on the sidewalk. Yeah, no, I've seen some naked people out there, man, like bad. Yeah, you have to go around them and stuff when you're walking. <laughs> so so it's like, to what extent have we gotten to, man? I don't think it, had, it seems like they just don't care anymore. I don't think. Yeah, I think you're right, dude. I think it's gone full-blown just dystopian homelessness, dude. Yeah, just do whatever you want. Yeah, it's freaking gnarly, man. And it's just like, didn't you say you had an encounter? Did we already talk about that? Which one? The the dude who threw a wiener at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he threw like, oh, yeah. No, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, I think another, that was in San Luis Obispo as well. So, uh, yeah, we went to go have a good night over there at Giuseppe's. Turns out we couldn't get a, we went to, we showed up like at seven, so not too late. But the wait time was like two and a half hours, man. Jeez. So I was like, well, that's not going to happen. I'm not trying to eat at 10 p.m. Giuseppe's is good. Though. So we had to compromise and go somewhere else. So kind of already starting the night off, in a, you know, bad. Like, they didn't get up to eat there. Had to eat somewhere else. Okay. And it was my wife's birthday. So that's why we we're going to go eat there. They ate somewhere else. We ate at Buona Tavola. It was pretty good. But I mean, it's, when you're thinking about eating something else, you know, it's kind of already puts a damper on what you're going to eat. Is Buona Tavola the Italian restaurant or is it like a steakhouse? Yeah, Italian. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's over there right next to, right by the, uh, what's it called? The courthouse. So right. It's like half a mile down the same road. Okay. Anyways, we eat there. Turns out to be pretty good. Good food. We leave again. Encounter a bunch of homeless people, aggressive ones. They were like pissing on the sidewalk, you know, smelt real bad. They don't, even want, they don't even want you to look at them, dude. At all. They don't even want to be seen or nothing. That's the problem I have with them is they get very fucking pissed off. It's like you're, I have to walk over you. Like, of course I have to like say, like, oh, excuse me. And they're just like, no. Ah. I was like, oh. <laughs> all right, let's keep it's walking. It's annoying, huh? Yeah. So we get on that. We go get some frozen yogurt or something. We go up to the elevator. We get back up. We're, you know, just having a good time recapping the night. Walk outside. Lo and behold, the fucking, there's a glass on the floor. And the window on our car is busted. That's Super disrespectful so too. They didn't just like dude. they didn't just break a part of the window. They threw the whole they broke the whole window inside the car. That's so ridiculous, man. And we're and just pissed. That's ridiculous, man. We make a police report. The cop comes. He's super chill. He's laid back. He's like, uh, I wouldn't feel too bad. I just came back from another one where they broke two windows, two blocks over. I'm like, how is this? That wasn't seen around here. That cop just like it was so normal to him. He's like, I, he's like, I can fingerprint it if you want, but. You probably won't kind anything. And he's like, and most of these people are willing to go to jail. They don't care. You know, they get three hots and a cop for two days and they're good. Who was it? Was it Sergeant Magana? No. No, it was actually a younger guy. That guy's, I, that guy's a jerk, man. I, I mean, I don't mean to be an asshole, but go check out Slow County Observer for anybody I've listening. I've seen him. Dude, guy Gabriel. Yeah, it's Gabriel. Outside of the veterans all or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Gabriel. Gabriel's the shit, bro. He, dude, I, that, that food's sick. Anyway, sorry. But yeah, do we get in the car? We have to freaking drive home like 11 o'clock at night. It's kind of cold with the window down, dude. Man, you have to drive 30 miles on the highway going like 70. So I'm already pissed off just thinking about how cold it's going to be on the way home. And I'm crossing right by the library, right by the courthouse. For some reason, this homeless guy just stands up from the bus stop, looks at us, waits for us to pass by, somehow pulls like a fucking... AM PM hot dog out the side of his <laughs> out the side of his sweater or whatever else and just throws it at us, dude. Oh my god. For gosh. no reason. He's like screaming, I don't know what he's saying. He's just screaming a bunch of stuff and 
throws a hot dog at us. Luckily, I press the brake in time and it misses, so it just goes right over us. Dude, and it took, I'm not even an aggressive person, but it took so much out of me just not fucking start screaming stuff at him, you know? Yeah, it's fucking annoying, man. It's like, damn, dude. Theo Vaughn was here. He was like, dang, dude, he hit you with the wiener. He threw with the Lord's wiener. <laughs> dude, that shit's annoying, bro. That's so crazy, man. I got, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think, yeah, these, these, these homeless people are getting aggressive. Yeah, and we used to have homeless people here, but they weren't aggressive. They were kind of cool. Remember, I fear, yeah. I remember there was one that used to hold up the have a nice day sign or the one that said he was a zombie hunter, a zombie hunter. Yeah. And I remember asking him, so where do you hunt zombies? He's like, Zombies like he's like well he's like I haven't had much luck here. Most of the zombies are out in the Midwest, but there might be a few in the river and this this and that. Yeah, he's dead serious about it. Yeah, there was the there was the big big guy that used to look like Captain Spaulding from the Devil's Rejects, um, and he would hold the huge he would hold a sign that said "Have a nice day" with a smiley face, uh-huh. and he had a big ass thumb. And when you would drive by, he would go like this. He would throw you a thumbs up and point at you, but that's it. See, and that's then people cool. would give him money. Yeah, some of them are getting picky now too, dude. Oh, I know. So I, I always keep like a. It's I have like it just happened. I have like this huge. Uh, what is it? A venti sized Starbucks cup that was empty that I got water in, and then I just kind of kept it. A little gunshot, gunshots dude. outside, maybe. No, those are fireworks. Fireworks. Anyways, I have a Starbucks cup that I keep in the side of my truck on the cup holder. I just put all my spare change in there. Yeah. And dude, sometimes like. When it gets to the top, that venti cup has like, like fifteen bucks of change. In a it, lot, dude. dude. And if they're all quarters, you could probably have more. So I get off the highway on the one hundred and one going towards Target. There's that guy that holds up a sign there too. Yep. And uh, I hand him the cup outside, and this is what he says word for word because he's asking for money. He says anything helps. He says I don't want that shit. I was like, oh my dude. fucking gosh. So what does he want? Cash. He wants cash. Get the fuck out of here, man. It's like, bro, that's like 15 bucks. There's a coin star. And then I was just like so brought back by it. Wait, like his comment that I just could not stop laughing like uncontrollably, <laughs> dude. I'm sorry, dude, but at that point and you're then, owed to be telling him and shit. And he turns over and sees us just laughing. I don't know. Well, I wouldn't say we're laughing at him. We're just laughing at his reaction. And he fucking just starts flipping us off and saying a bunch of stuff. Nah, we couldn't fuck hear that. Him. I would laugh at him. I don't I give a just fuck kept, who gets It made triggered. me laugh even more. I was like, dude, I just offered you 15 bucks. I don't you- give a fuck who gets triggered. I'd fucking laugh right in his face. <laughs> I was tripping, dude. Like, I would have took that change. I feel like if I was homeless in his situation. Bro, I don't. I, later on, if we make it one day and they come back and they clip this shit and they fucking do why they're why bro sapiens are hated or whatever, and they say pull this clip up and watch it, dude. I don't give a fuck. I'd laugh right in his face. No, That's I, ridiculous, bro. You're trying to give him. You're trying to help him. It could have been even more than fifteen dollars, bro. This comes back to the greatest. The, to the to, this comes back to what they say when you what beggars can be choosers. Yeah, you're asking for money, bro. That was generous of you. Dude, I know. Someone offer you two bucks. They usually give you two dirty ass dollar bills. So you'd rather take two dirty fucking dollar bills over fucking fifteen dollars a change. That's ridiculous, bro. And that's what I'm saying, bro. Like it, it, we're we're such in a terrible spot because everybody wants to come here because of the weather, and it's just a difficult thing that we can't manage. Dude, like it, it's like, how do you fix the problem though? That's what like I'm here here in Paso, they had the the 
the area over there by the riverbed where they cleaned up an area That's like so a like a little rural area. They freaking got a dough. They got a little D six in there. They fine graded the shit out of that area. They cleaned it up. They 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 did all the weed abatement. They made it nice. It was nice. They put a bunch of nice sized tents for everybody, but it was never used. Why? Because they couldn't do drugs. And they had to shower and they had to maintain clean and behavior and shit. They had to test too, I think. Yeah. It was something like that. Like they were subject to random drug testing. I don't know if it was dress testing or checking or something. And you know? COVID testing too. Yeah. And they didn't want that shit. And they actually got actually a lot of that was also a lot of the local people were against it too though. Yeah, because it, we had to pay for it. Well also because they were like, so you're telling me I have to pay to camp somewhere. But I, but like, how were they saying it? Pretty much they're just talking about like taxpayers have to pay to camp somewhere, but these people could just have something made for them just because of the way they act. Pretty much. And then I don't and know I, if like, you I know. see that side of it. But then again, it's also better for the people that are complaining about them being downtown. We kind of put them in one spot. I don't know. Exactly. And, and I agree too, because that's where they're, they, you know. Let, let's be honest, man. It's not a it's not a nice thing to say, but you're hurting business. Oh, it's big you're, time. And there's and you know what? I'm a huge advocate for small businesses, as you are too. Mm-hmm. And we we share similar beliefs and and views. And it's like you're hurting businesses. It's not like McDonald's that can afford to take a hit. It's not like Carl's Jr. that can afford to take a hit. It's not like grocery out like you know. It's nothing like that. These are these are mom and pop shops who have struggled. To put these places up, and yeah, they're fucking expensive, but those places down there, like, they pay minimum $3,500 of rent for a space. Yep. Minimum. Yeah, so they can't afford to not have no one come into business for six hours because there's some dudes sleeping in front of the door. And yelling. And yeah, and yelling and pissing, just fucking rolling over and... Getting his fucking dingling and I'm just pissing right there like a fucking sick dog. And then keep wrapping a towel around his leg and taking it off and wrapping a towel around his yeah. leg and taking and it off. Screaming. Take it back. Dude, it's a nightmare, dude. It's it's a fucking nightmare, man. And it's some like, of them are taking dumps now outside of businesses. Oh, I know, man. And some of them are sl- flinging shit. Dude, yeah, we have a friend crazy. that works at Chevron and. He says one guy went in there and really had to use the bathroom. And they said, I'm sorry, we can't let you in here anymore because last time you made a big mess. I guess he got really mad and aggressive, slams the door, damn near breaks it. And then he just takes a dump right in front of the door. That's so ridiculous, man. That's so stupid. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they have no compromise. And you can say, all these people are sick. Okay, that's fine. But what about that guy? He wasn't sick when he denied you the money, huh? No. Hell, he wasn't fucking guy, sick then. That guy doesn't look that ill mentally. I mean, obviously, something might be there, but nothing that keeps him, you know, from walking correctly, talking correctly, you know? That's what I don't get, man. And then, be, I, just, I, I, I did not understand why he didn't take the money. It's just it saw it like as it, a nuisance. It's not like it was pennies. It's probably it was dime, all silver. Dimes, nickels, and quarters, yeah. But that's what I don't get. See, like, I don't know if you know, but, like, the Hotel 6... Over there by the highway, by the 46, they turned it into like a refuge for homeless people. Yeah, I've seen that. Nobody can stay there anymore. It's a refuge for homeless people. And that's cool. Whatever. Nobody stayed at that fucking hotel anyway. But the thing is, is like, is that how you fix the problem? Like, how do you fix the homeless? I mean, we're not running for Senate or office, but how do you fix the problem? I have no idea. It's weird, right? I have no idea. 
I mean, do they even have a TikTok? What? The local homeless here have a TikTok. It's called the River the River Fam 805. Jeez, man, that's ridiculous. So they're embracing it. So they got the river ones down there. So they're embracing it. Oh yeah. They have chickens and stuff down there. <laughs> they're raising chickens, they got puppies, all kinds of stuff. I mean, the riverbed is it really that I mean, that is what it is, right? Cuz you can you say something about that? I don't think you can. Cuz the riverbed, you're living off the land. So that's see that's where that one gets bad, you know? Cuz ever since I was in high school, you even with me a few times, we used to go down to the riverbed yeah. and get in the Ford Ranger and just whip some donuts and do a bunch of crazy random shit. And if someone felt the need to one day, they'd call the sheriff and the sheriff would come there and damn near arrest you and cite you with a ticket. Because of the homeless people. No, no. I mean, if you were down there doing the, the donuts and burnouts or riding your, oh, I see, how I see. we used to do, you know, just genuine fun. Right. And there's hundreds of kids, teenagers, adults that go down there with dirt bikes, razors and stuff. Not all the time, but you know, whenever they feel a need to, to go ride and they can get cited. But, the homelessness can't. How is that not a problem? That, that's the big. It's, de- a du- it's a it's a disgusting double standard. So that's the big debate with everyone downtown. They're like, how come we can't do it? In the, in the to make matters worse, the Paso PD even went so far as to making a a razor, a Polaris razor police car now, J- to, to protect the homeless. No, to get people that are down there riding oh, dirt bikes. And fuck stuff. no. <laughs> to get people that are riding dirt bikes. Oh my god! And it's like, what? What do you mean? Like, That's what about the so homeless people down there? Fucking man. dropping heroin and fentanyl in the fucking water. Yeah, see, because that's that, that. Yeah, I know that's that's the crazy part. Because I said, like, is it really a is it really a problem? Because they're living off the land, like they're living in the river. But then it runs that thing too. If they if that's the case, then you're correct. How come you can't take a dirt bike down there? How come you can't take a horse down there? How yeah, come see, you that's can't? the thing. That's ridiculous. See, a horse, I guess, is fine somehow. Oh, really? I mean, I guess, I guess the, I guess you get, you get. The, some people say because you're hurting the environment because of the pollution from the dirt bike and this 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 and that you know it's a stretch but trust me they're doing way worse they're shitting in that river where else would they go yeah no that's the crazy thing what does that water lead to it doesn't lead to anything right salinas to all the vegetables you're getting oh my god (laughs) oh my god use some of that water to fuck to uh not all of it but some of it for watering you know for irrigation it was like manure it's just Uh, it's, it's it's hard on because if you're not going to, I, 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 and I'm more on the side of the parents and stuff. They're like, we need a healthy outlet for kids to do, which a lot of them like to go to the riverbed, ride dirt bikes, hang out or whatever it may be, but they can't do that. But somehow the homeless man could just get up and go live down there with yeah. no persecution. That's the problem too, man. And then like, it's interesting because I want to say this shit, but I don't want to sound condescending and I don't mean anything by this. It's just a thought and it's not, it's just a conversation. I don't know anything. Okay. I have no knowledge. We're just two dudes just sitting here talking, but like you, but back then they used to have insane asylums. You don't call them that anymore. You know, they, they call them like the, the psych wards. You don't call them that anymore either. But, like, some of these people need... got a hospital now. Yeah. Some of these people need help. I think we can agree with that, right? Some of these people really do need help. Yeah, some of them were actually born, you know, a little different. So, do we bring those back? 
I mean, that sounds fucked up, man. I don't really want to say that shit, but it's just like some people really do need help. Like, what if there is people that are legitimately, you know, mentally ill that are out there? They're not lazy, like, you know, like fucking our cousin, you know, yeah. like they're not lazy. Like there's somebody out there that's like legitimately got some chemical imbalances and they don't have a family. Or what if somebody has something that's slipping mentally, mm-hmm. you know, or cognitively or, you know, and they have like some severe schizophrenia, something where they're, you know, paranoid and hallucinating, you know, and then they yeah. and then they t- do drugs on top of that to freaking amplify it times 10. Like those types of people, like they need help. So how do you get them the help that? They I need. No, the problem is that they don't want help. Is well, that's the, that's that's where I'm, I'm not s- saying all of them don't help. There, I'm sure there is some out there that are just begging for some sort of help. But I'm, but it seems like the majority of them like that life they're living. You know, just picking a spot today, picking a spot tomorrow, begging for ten dollars, twenty dollars. They live off that. Do you know? I don't know if it seems like some of them genuinely. Some of them are look. I could be wrong, you know, because just look. But some of them, they look happy. Dude, there's barely any home. You know where there's barely any homeless people? Where? Mexicali. Oh, yeah. Did we talk about that last time? No, we kind of just talked about I noticed that too. I'm like, there's homeless people, but not as much. For, for a place that has like a million people, there's the homeless people. Very little compared to other cities. The homeless people are busy, bro. They're out there fucking working. They're out there trying to fucking clean windows. They're out there trying to fucking juggle knives to make money. Yeah. But I'll tell you off camera why they're disappearing. Why is that? No, I don't want to. I'll tell you off camera. That's what I heard. I don't know. I heard, I heard I'm not that. in it. I'm not in it, but I just heard. I heard something about that, too. Dude. I heard they're taking some of them and just harvesting organs and stuff. Well, that's not what I heard. That could be hearsay, you know, but. That's not what I heard. I just, it has to do with, the, you know, the seas and shit. Yeah. But we'll just throw off camera because even though nobody listens, you don't never know. You got to be careful. Yeah. Fuck that. But nah, man, it's like, what do you do? Like, like with somebody like that, do you, do you force them? I, you can't really force somebody, huh? Against no. their will, because then you have introduced insane asylums again. In Mexico, you can. Well, in Mexico, you can. Mexico, you can go pick up your fucking, wherever, your cousin or whatever that's just addicted to something and tell him, hey, bro, let's go fucking go get some beers. Next thing you know, you take him into the fucking rehab center and they'll come out and drill drag him in there. Yep. That's yeah. not crazy how you could do that over there. Yeah, it's crazy. It's the different laws, dude. Right here, that's kidnapping. Yeah. You can even fucking get sued by the person that did it. Mm-hmm. Or if they just tell somebody their story, somebody can be smart and have advised them to get a lawyer and then they'll help you fucking get money. They'll fucking get a Netflix documentary here, dude. Dude, I know. That's insane. <laughs> Surviving your whatever your name is. So there really no, <laughs> but there really is no way to fix the homelessness then. I'm trying to think of one. I don't think. I don't know. It's interesting. Like you like make your own s- small part of California. Give them a little. That's what I heard. I give heard them that, a little ten square miles and just go live. Well, there is Slab City. Have you heard about that? And no, I've heard about the island that they were trying to make, but and just let them survive however they have to survive. Or how does that work? I don't know. Um, they said that they were trying to do an island or something, and just. I, I don't know, man. It, it's really interesting because it's a, it's definitely a problem. It's definitely a huge problem, and it just 
I don't know. Let me see. I think Joe Rogan said something about it. Let me see. An island. I have a, a friend, uh, Coleon Noir, who uh, was a lawyer, and his perspective was, oh, they're not spending enough money to fix this homeless problem. And then he talked to someone who is actually deeply embedded in that situation. He said, no, 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 no. That's not the problem. They are spending a lot of money on it, but the money is going to these people that get high salaries that work on the homeless problem and he showed us a spreadsheet of all these people and it's six-figure salary some of them two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year and it's a lot of them that are handling the homeless situation in los angeles and the homeless situation in san francisco and there's no incentive to fix it the budget goes up every year. The homeless problem goes up every year. There's no accountability. There's no, hey, we've spent all this money, and the problem is bigger, and you guys keep getting raises. Like, what the fuck is going on here? It becomes an industry. I have, uh, well, there you go, ladies and so gentlemen. It's a, so it's a cash grab, just like when some certain pe- some people, I'll just let you decide on who those people are they make like those foundations and things like that to raise money for things and somehow they end up in bugattis well there you go ladies and gentlemen plato once said a very famous uh thinker back in the day used to say that he who speaks the truth is he who is hated the most that's why joe rogan's hated dude because he speaks the truth i had no clue about that i heard Something about that, 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 that it's an, in, my dad, amazingly, my dad was the one who says that it's a money. It, it, it becomes a, it, it's, it benefits them to get, to, to have homeless people. But every time I'd ask him, he just kind of never had the details, but he was right. He was onto something. Mm-hmm. It is really is a industry. It's a cash grab. You're right. And that is the sad part, man. It's like, we're over here fucking thinking of ways. We're over here. We just spent, 30 fucking minutes discussing the shit and then it just to find out that it's an industry it's a cash grab and you know usually joe rogan has receipts so I, I i believe him yeah i mean he mentioned that lawyer's name too and 250k to manage homelessness and you can't do anything about it well you're not doing anything about it is the thing because yeah, like i because the next year you'll just say that we need more money to do this and then your salary goes up and the budget goes up and just keeps going. So pathetic, man. It's it's, it's a fucking oh my god. I, I really disappointed seeing that clip. I never saw that clip before. I heard him talking about that. Must have been recent because he had the old the new background in his Austin um, place. But um, I saw one where he was saying that he was coming up with like ideas and they had said that they had pitched an idea of doing like a island. Mm-hmm. But I guess not. <sighs> Yeah, dude, that's insane, bro. It makes it so ridiculous. It's just... Yeah. And then the, the bad part is is when a city doesn't do much about it. They try. You know, they try as much as they can, supposedly. And then somehow, one day, a citizen, they say, like you said, they could be a small business owner. is like, you know what? I'm tired of this. And yeah. they fucking kick the person out that's however way they segue. can. They grab his stuff and just throw it in the road or... Fucking maybe they get physical with them, and all of a sudden now they're the bad guy. The good segue, dude. That was perfect, 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 perfect segue. You know segue. what I mean? Yeah, it's really fucking annoying, dude. It's like, what is that person supposed to do, man? Like, you're hurting their business. You're 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 probably even hurting customers. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, if I found someone homeless or not fucking vandalizing my stuff, like I'm not gonna be so nice either, dude. No at all. No, it's like if you're going to be the law of the land, then here's the law of the land. Yep. 
And it, but it's true, man. It's like you're seen as the bad person by doing that. I've, 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 I've had a very bad experience with homeless people, man. I, I don't even like saying like what I've done. You know, I ain't gonna say all that shit. But like, I did. I gave a dude one time. Like, I went to McDonald's, and uh, they had the. I mean, that's kind of fucked up. I guess they had like the, the, the free sausage McMuffin. You get buy one, you get another one free. Mm-hmm. So I bought all the kids some, and then I bought myself one, and I was like, dude, because I can down two of those fucking things with a hash brown inside easy. of them, and two I was the easy. So I was like, you know what, my fat ass doesn't need two of these. So I fucking saved. Uh, I got. A, I asked for an extra bag. I got a sausage McMuffin and a hash brown. Put it in a bag, rolled it up all nice, and I went up to the dude, and I fucking I I rolled down the window, and I was like, here, brother, and he just he, he looks at me, he goes shakes his hand violently saying like no with his finger like saying fuck no it's like you motherfucker so what do you want he wants the money to go get alcohol bro man i'm not trying to generalize them all that's kind of mean but that's no it it's the like. fucking truth what it seems like dude bro you know how fucking mad i got dude i've seen the one over there by i didn't even want to eat the fucking thing i was so pissed off Someone, yeah, dude, I think I know what you're gonna say. I've seen the one on the Tosk. Anyone that's over there screaming and shit. Oh no, I never mind, dude. There was one that I could hear from like an eighth mile, dude. We're tr- I was tripping out. Thought there was like a fight going on. Someone's like putting a window down. I was like, What's going on? <laughs> I keep driving and it gets louder, and I just pull up by Denny's. There's this dude just fucking screaming, dude, <laughs> under the bridge right there. Ah, 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 like having a conversation with himself. Like, oh my god. Dude. You know what's crazy, dude? Yeah. It's uh watch out for the cord. But um you know what's really crazy is that what was I gonna say? Damn it, that shit cut me off. Um people scream. No, there's a there's a dude there no, there's a family. That's another thing too, bro. I hate when people but use their children as bait. Like that shit bothers me. It's like, bro, like there there's a family, dude. Oh my god! You know what I'm talking about? That shit pisses me off because in Mexico, when you go, I, I when I took when I took my daughter, she saw bro the difference. There's people juggling knives. There's people selling gum. There's Play people you a song or something. There, yeah, there's people playing instruments. There's people selling newspapers. Anything, bro. There's a family here. They fucking make me so irritable, bro. I know. They grab a violin, play. A fucking playlist on their phone and pretend to play the violin. Yep. I always see them over there by O'Reilly's, by McDonald's. Fuck, By man. Walmart. And then, or over there, sometimes by Food for Less. Even by Lowe's sometimes. Bro, they don't even hide it anymore. But they have a car and shit, though. That's what's weird. Oh, I know. They're not like, they're not, I don't think they're homeless at all. No, they're not homeless. They're just... Stealing money and well, not stealing because we will give it to them. Yeah, I don't like how the lady sits out there, like as a cash grab with two kids. One's like probably like two, huh? Yeah, another one's like there's three, isn't there? There's three. There's two. a kid who's like five or so, and one that's like eight. And there's one in still in a in a car seat. Yeah, she just sits there over there with one on each knee, and then sometimes he's playing, sometimes she's playing. What shocks me is that they look Middle Eastern. Yeah, I've never seen them ask for money, dude. Me either. That that's very rare in that culture. They they work hard, and they own a lot of shit. They usually don't do that. Yeah, I but don't know what that's all about. I don't know, but I don't know. Maybe they're exiled from their family. Maybe it's one of those social experiments, dude. 
Maybe we're all on video. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But I'm not. Maybe. I don't know. But the, the thing that's annoying is like, they don't even hide it, dude. Like she's, the other day she put, the dude puts on his playlist and he, it sounded like, you know how your, you know how your phone has like the volume button or like the clicking button? Yeah. He didn't turn off the, the, like the cursor clicker. <laughs> He's over there fucking clicking through his playlist and she, you can hear you. Can hear And he's over there fucking doing that shit. And he's fucking, he plays his shit. And then he like tells his wife, like, hurry up, bitch, start playing that shit. <laughs> so people don't know. Picks up his violin. And then she picks up the violin, dude. And it's just like, they got me one time too, bro. You were really all into it, believing that. Oh, them. yeah, thought dude. thought he was super talented. Before Target went all Satan and fucking. Oh, they've been out there too, yeah. Before Target went all Satanist and fucking. Penis tucking fucking swimsuits. Before they did all that shit, I went there, dude, a while ago, and bro, they got me, dude. I was like, oh my god, she's amazing. She's amazing, and bro. They got like a big old speaker out there, huh? Yeah, I was like, bro, you gotta give this girl money. I gave her like seven bucks. Not no more. No, hell no. Back then, they they've been around for here for like two years. I feel like or more. They've been around long. Time. Now they don't even ask. I mean, back then they didn't even play an instrument. They were just sitting there. And then he says he's looking for work, and I know that I know that too because my brother in law Mike knows this more than this is like. They've been here for like four years. My brother in law Mike went over there when he was a foreman at the other landscape company he worked for, and he gave him a card. And he told him to give him a call, and he'd have a job for him on Monday. And the guy refused to do it. He said he didn't need a job in landscaping and all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. A bunch of excuses. Yeah. Because they make a lot of money, dude, asking for that shit. Well, yeah. Especially when you see kids, you know. Sucks that you have to use the kids as a grab. Have you, like, don't be a menace to South Central with the Wayans brothers. Oh, when, yeah. they, when that homeless dude, when that fucking Malik or whatever puts the money in the cup. And he goes, thank you, brother. Thank you. And the fool with the, the fool with the, um. Uh, Loke dog, he goes in there and steals something. He goes, hey, man. And some other dude gives him like money. He goes, oh, thanks, brother. Thanks. He takes off his clothes and jumps into a fucking Mercedes yeah. Benz. Yeah. That's how it is, bro. That's how it fucking is, dog. It's really fucking annoying, but I get it, man. I guess some of them are, I guess some of them are sick and stuff, but it's just, it's crazy, man. That it's family's crazy. not sick, though. No, no, no. Hell no. Yeah. They, no, they are. <laughs> Yeah, technically they are, huh? Yeah, they are. They're very fucking sick. Yeah. But, nah, I, I, I was going back to the homeless thing. It's just, I know there's probably some that are kind of sick and, you know, need help and stuff like that. But it's uh, it's an interesting thing because, you know, there's a lot of, um, for the most part, you see a lot of homeless dudes that are just men. Mm-hmm. And the majority of them are dudes. You know, a lot of them have their story, man. Like, it, it's just, but... So it's such it's such a hard thing to kind of dwell into when they're being so aggressive and stuff. But yeah. I know everybody has a story. For sure, it does, and it's just, and we can agree, you know, that sometimes men are the forefront of any family and any really situation where they have to bear down, man. Yeah, like men have to take the brunt of it. Like I know people don't want to hear this shit, and this is a trigger warning right now. I'm about to get, and I don't want to say, well, I'm about to pull the trigger, man. It's like, I'm about to, man. It's like, that's why right now, man, like suicide amongst men 
is the highest it's ever been, and it's a huge landslide percentage when you're tipping the scales between men and women. It's. Exactly. And it sucks, dude, because. Yeah, I don't know. It sucks because it's really interesting that. Hold on, let me see. No, we're good. It was just, it was on mute. It was on mute? Yeah. Okay, good. I was about to go in there and restart the audio. No, but yeah, like I was saying, in case you didn't hear, I was reading a statistic on, on US, US statistics on suicide since it's Men's Mental Health Month. And they're talking about it was either 75 or 85 percent of suicides in the U.S. or male. And see, this is OK, dude. I don't want to be an asshole, but like it's Men's Mental Health Month. And no one knows. No one knows. You have to read through it through someone that reposted it. That's, yeah. That's being vulnerable. Well, right now it's LGBTQ month. It's yeah. Pride Month. All these businesses are changing oh, oh, their and logos. I, and I, and I, I saw I've, I've seen a lot of those. Everybody's changing. I'm not against it, but I'm saying spam all over the internet. I'm not against it being uh, LGBTQ month, but how come that has to be priority over it being men's mental health month? You know? Yeah. It's just all these companies change their logos to rainbows and football teams, everyone. Everyone, dude. Soccer teams. And it's just like nobody had no clue that it was men's mental health month. I had no clue until this year, and I'm 28. You know? and, that, and that's the annoying thing, bro. It's like, okay, I get it. You want to fight for your rights, okay? But there's people dying every day, every day, living, yeah, fighting a, a fucking, a silent war. Exactly, because men, dude. I, I, I was watching like my archives and stuff, and my phone, and I remember I posted a video of, of I went off on Skip Bayless, bro. It got, it got a, it got a good three k. Mm-hmm. You know, I took it down for whatever reason. I don't even remember why I took it down, but I took it down. You know, but it was annoying because Dak Prescott came out on Graham Bassinger and started talking about um, how anxiety came and slapped him in the face. Mm-hmm. How he had no clue how it happened. It just happened so randomly, and he just didn't know what it was. And he said he had a terrible bout with it. And he finally found out what it was. And he doesn't wish it on his worst enemy. And blah blah blah. Woo woo. And he was just talking about how bad it was. And then Skip Bayless, his dumbass, goes on show the next day, and says that he was being weak, and that as the Cowboys quarterback, you can't be like that. You already have an X on your head because because you're the Cowboys quarterback. And what are the what are the teams? And the division going to think, and it's like, dude, you fucking moron. He's human. Exactly. You, you have, know? this is a, it's a very touchy situation for men to touch on. And you have a prominent figure like your, like, like a Dallas Cowboy quarterback. Look, man, I don't give a fuck who, what team you go for. The most pressured positions in sports is a Dallas Cowboys quarterback and a Yankees shortstop. Those are the two. Most pressured positions in basketball. I mean, in basketball, in sports. <laughs> yeah. In sports. May, maybe, a, maybe a Lakers point guard. I don't know. Yeah. Or a, a player on the Lakers in general. Yeah, center or a point guard. It's something. 
maybe a power forward like LeBron James or Kobe, a shooting guard. But even then, nah. It's just Yankees shortstop and Dallas Cowboys quarterback. Most pressured positions, and you have one. Dare I say the most pressured position in sports, like Dallas Cowboy quarterback. And you're fucking bombing on him? Yeah, after he's being vulnerable with the whole world. Bro. With other men. You know, most... I'm not trying to... Most of the demographic that watch football are more like masculine men, too. Yep. You know, people are already going to judge him for doing that, and then you have to do it live. And, and on live television, exactly. And and the th- and the thing that that pisses me off is like this, dude. Like, he has a story that can help so many. I am not f- too fond of Dak Prescott's quarterback play. Okay, as p- his, his his game as a quarterback, it's it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. Um, but that kind of stuff, I I respect because he he has an embodiment of help around him like the the like he can really help people who need help like his description of how the anxiety and and that shit hit him is the most perfect depiction is it not oh yeah for sure he didn't know what it was and it just hit him right in the face and it would just just rocked his world dude and it could help like you're saying a lot of people that just maybe they felt that before and they never knew what it was and they might have thought it was something else. Maybe they got scared and went on a WebMD, you know? But now when you hear it from someone, like you're saying, that has a voice, has a platform, someone that's so prominent like him, it's like, okay, it's reassuring. It's okay. He'd be okay. This is what it might be. Maybe I should look into that. And then you have those people that might have been starting to open up and then they hear Skip and be like, yeah, he's right. I'm being a fucking bitch. Yeah, I can't do this. I mean, sorry for those words, but it's the truth. That's what people think. That's what men think. Oh, and especially if you come from a Mexican household, forget about it, dude. Oh, forget about it. Forget about it. Dude, it's crazy. Your feelings are fugazi. Oh, my God. And then check this out, bro. This is going to get hella, this is, this is hella sad, but it's the truth. Like Jack Prescott, bro. Like, so his mom had cancer, right? Mm-hmm. His mom had cancer. It's Dak Prescott. He has an older brother named Tad Prescott. And he has a late brother named Jace Prescott, um, who committed suicide. Oh. Now check this out. Jace Prescott, the older one, well, no, I don't remember which one he is, but he was a tall, tall, tall dude. He was, he, and he, he played football too. He was, apparently he was really fucking good and he had to lay back and take care of his mom, bro. He was the one taking care of his mom. He was the one who saw his mom through, go through everything, That's chemo, tough. struggle, and he never said anything. Dak Prescott describes him as the rock of the family. And he never said anything. He never did anything. The only thing he said, bro, check this out. This is fucking going to rock you, bro. Sad as fuck. He told Tad Prescott, he said, you need, don't be weak. He's like, you need to be strong for all of us. And then when the mom died, he committed suicide. Dang. Because nobody knew what the fuck he was going through, dude. No one asked. No one asked. Nobody knew he was going what he was going through. And that's my shit, bro, about men's mental health. What happens, bro? What happens? Dude, let me give you an example of how, how it's ridiculous. Oh, dude, I'm going in. I'm going fucking in, bro. Oh, yeah. You to take a bathroom break? Take a bathroom break. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. All right, bathroom break's over. Now, this is what I was going to say. I'll show you how crazy the double standard is. So, sometimes when women... 
who do they depend on? Like when you get married and you're settled down and whatever, you know, or you have a woman you love so much or your significant other. It, it just it has to be a man and woman dynamic, in my opinion. For this certain for this certain scenario, it's a man and woman dynamic. And I can guarantee you people who are in, you know, uh, pride relationships, I guess I'll call them. They'll probably have the same fucking situation. The dude who plays the male has the same fucking problem. Now, this is the problem. When a woman needs help, when a woman has to decide something, she she calls you, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to call you because I trust you. And da, da, da. And even if they don't outright say it, they're calling you because they want to check with you. The they want to do something with you. They want to check with you to for the assurance part of it. And also because they 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 they, they they're nervous about making a decision. Yes. Men can't do that, bro. No. It, 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 and, and it's unless, not, you're buy, unless you're buying shampoo or something. But, well, it's like <laughs> men can't do that in the sense of like. I'm not saying that they that they can't do it realistically or physically or you know it's just like it it doesn't come out the same. No, because then yeah, because then they could be like, "You're a grown man, figure it out." It's usually what it is, you know. Ex fucking exactly. It's usually what it is. If it's that's usually what's always instilled. What are you worried about? Figure it out. Exactly what you said. Or like, or like sometimes sometimes I catch myself saying it. Like sometimes it could be a situation to be like, "He's a grown ass man. Let him figure it out." But you don't say that about a woman too too much, you know? Yeah. That's fucking true. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like how that that's that is why suicide is higher amongst men. And how is that? That's not the sole reason, but this is why. When you when girls get together, bro, Franco's Camilla has a funny ass joke about this. It's not that funny, but in this certain situation, it kind of co- correlates. But when women get together, bro, like they say, oh, you know, oh, come on, bitch, spill the tea. Oh, how you doing? Oh, my God. How you been? Oh, I've been struggling. Girl, tell us all about it. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. Easy. Right. And he has, Franco's Camilla has a bit about it. He goes, Oh, como te ando batallando allá, pues, ahí, pues, acá van los hombres, allá van los beep, beep. <laughs> you know? And he, I can't say what he said, cause we'll actually get in trouble for that. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It has to do with Pride Month. <laughs> allá van los, you know what? Okay, yeah. whatever. And that's true, bro. How many times have, 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 have they asked a man, whatever, Oh, how are you? Hey, how's it going, man? Oh, not bad, not bad. Oh, it's good, man, good. Is it, though? No, you could be fucking... You could be... You could be drowning. You could be mentally. drowning in your own sorrow. Mm-hmm. And you have to... It's a man thing. It's in our DNA to just be like, oh, fine. Oh, good. Poker face. And that's it, bro. And you might be dying inside. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of men, dude. There's a lot of men who don't have people to talk to. There's a lot of men who go to work, do their shit, come home and work out, fucking uh, do their do do go to school. They they're working on a project, they have another they have another job, they have another side hustle, whatever the case may be. And there's a lot of men who disassociate themselves from friends and family because they're so busy trying to make it for their families with the little bit that they can. Yep. There's a lot of men who don't like what they see in the mirror at the end of the day. And who do those people talk to? No one. Themselves, dude, in their head. And you can't expect somebody to react the way 
you or I or so and so or fucking Dak or Prescott or fucking, you know, Michael Jordan or you can't expect everybody to think the same way like you. No, you can't. Not so, at all. So what happens to these poor guys that And everyone struggles different, you know? Something that you may take with a grain of salt. That might be something huge for someone else. You can't dictate how a person takes something versus how you take it. Exactly. You could be you could be like, man, that's nothing. I've had this, this, and that to happen to me. But you don't know how this person takes that, you know? Exactly. We all have different minds, dude. Mm-hmm. There's mindsets, of course, but there's a lot of different ways people depict things and take things. It's like uh, I heard Joe Rogan one time saying this thing, like, he said that most men live quiet lives of desperation. Yeah, I've heard him say that too. That's, and a, good, it's that's true. a good bit he does on that one too. And you know what, dude? We'll talk about that in a second. But I feel like that's why Andrew Tate became so influential. Because with all this different mindset, with all this situation about men struggling, he offers a very, he offers a free schooling of stoicism. Yep. He teaches you how to be stoic. Yeah, he almost became a voice for the people that couldn't find a way to speak up or now they found a way to maybe to correlate with a group of men that have the same goal or you know looking towards that end yeah and it's not even like you can people can automatically point to it and be like oh yeah it's like man women in particular all fucking misogynist oh look at him all he cares about is smoking cigars and fucking bugattis and shit but no it's not that don't pay attention to the to, to those clips because those go viral. Like there's so many clips where what he's talking about is like you got to get that shit out of your head. Now you got to fucking just work hard and t- da, da, da. like he has a very interesting view on anxiety. It's not one that I share all the way, but I understand what he's saying to an ex- to a, to a certain point. He says that um, that it doesn't exist. I mean, I don't agree with that. But he says that if you, but what I, what he's saying is that if you don't pay attention to it, you maintain yourself busy and you can just like, it, it's harder to think about it because it's not in your head. I mean, that's, that, that's one way that people, like I said, you can't expect everybody to react that way. But his voice helped so many people who maybe just needed that push. Cause what if, you know, we think about it like it's no big deal. Like we worked out all our lives, bro. Like, for the majority, for the good part of our lives, we've worked out. Yeah. So it's not, somebody might not know what kickboxing is. Somebody might not know what exercising is. Yeah. Somebody might not know that. So he helped a lot of people. Yeah. Cause that was one of his main things was like, it's like find some sort of way of training, whether it be weightlifting or combat sports, fucking so make money and do the right thing. And somehow it got twisted into him being a misogynist. Yeah, because some of the clips were funny, but some of the clips he just got—he just got too big, dude. Well, some of them were a lot of them. Most he actually, got big with the wrong crowd. Most of them are taking him out of context, though. Oh yeah, they of just course. clip a little thing that just kind of like Whoa. he doesn't. They don't show the lead up. Yeah, the lead up. Yeah, the 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 explanation, and then the you know, it's like they clipped one time, like one where he was like saying, "Oh, you want to be a lonely hag? You want to do this? You want to be an alcoholic and be a fucking bitch and a and a hoe? Go for it!" And they didn't show the whole thing where he said. After that, he said, "Nobody wants to be that because that's a lonely life. Nobody wants to do that because there's no pride in that." He goes, "We just got back from a family barbecue." He goes, "And I was standing around a room. I was standing around a room full of people." 
He's like a bunch of people, my family. He's like a bunch of people, my brothers, my cousins, my my family. He goes all, and I looked at my grandma. I said, all this was only possible because of that one woman. And and that was the clip that, that was the part of it that they left out. Always. And it's just they clipped the most controversial shit to make them look bad. But it's true, man. It's like most men, you go up to a guy, man, you know. You know, why is there certain men out there that are against what he says, but what he actually says? Why do you think? I don't know, man. There's a small group. I feel like it's like, what do you say? It's like 70, 30. And there's like a 30% that's like, oh, you got a buffoon. If you cut down the 30% to maybe 15% of them trying to be appealers to women to, oh, this bitch is going to fuck me if I fucking hate Andrew Tate too. Yeah, you, you gotta cut fifteen percent of that because the fifteen percent of dudes that are like fuck Andrew Tate or whatever, they're just trying to look good in front of a woman. It is what it is. Yeah, or, yeah. I can well, see you that. know, there's dudes, there's creepy dudes who like try to like, oh, I'm all about women's rights, and, da, 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 and you know, there's there's weird creepy guys that that do that shit. Yeah, but you cut fifteen percent off of that, so the other fifteen percent are just probably betas, and I mean, just guys who I don't know. <laughs> Like the guys that just, just guys like, in mom's basements, dude. Like that gamer that's in the basement in South Park. Oh, that old big dude. It's like this, and he has like a broken chips on. Oh his yeah, when they're playing the World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Off. yeah, yeah. And there, there are some of those, dude. And you know, those are guys or keyboard warriors or because he's not against women at all. Nope. He's actually for them if you pay attention to what he says. He's, he's talking about the empowerment of women and and young men. He's trying to make young men grow up into being strong men that can lead. Well, that's why he got canceled, dude. That's why they. That's why he became a national threat because, like I said, he got powerful. He, he got popular amongst the wrong crowd. The wrong crowd. Not it's not wrong to you and me, but it's wrong to the government. It's wrong. It's wrong to the establishment, bro. You don't want to be influential and powerful amongst the young. Um, amongst the young that are going to be carrying the generation, especially when there is a an agenda being put out at hand. Yeah. So yeah, that's why it's that. a problem. That's why it's a problem. There's a huge agenda being laid out right in front of us. And some of us can pretend like we don't see it, but there's a huge agenda being laid out. And he is powerful amongst the wrong crowd that threatens that agenda. And that agenda is being run by... The government right now and most media platforms. So it's a it, it's the it's the majority against the unsilent majority. Yeah, it's true. So you can't be powerful amongst young and men. It, it almost seems like some of the men that are against him are. I feel like they're more. I think they're intimidated by him in some way. Not. I don't know how to explain it. Jealousy, jealousy. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, jealousy would, and then intimidation. Of I course. I would love to have him here. Could you imagine? Oh, dude. Dude, I'd we'd have to pull some whiskey out. I'd love to smoke a cigar with him, dude. Yeah, I would just like to pick his brain. Fuck yeah, all me that too. Other shit. I'd like to just pick his brain to see, like, because dude, he's a dude that can hold a conversation for fucking hours, really well, too. Yeah, and it's never repeated shit, and it's nothing, and everything that comes out of his mouth is calculated. Everything that comes out of his mouth is with a purpose. It means something. And that's just, I think he's very perspicacious, <laughs> you know, it's fucking crazy, but I don't know. He just recently did a, 
That's what's crazy, bro. It's like the BBC did an interview with him, his first public interview. They chopped it down to like 14, 15 minutes. What a handful that was, huh? Well, they chopped it down to 14, 15 minutes. And then because he's not an idiot, he told them, all right, I'll do the public interview with you guys as long as I can film it. And he filmed the 39 minutes and released the 39 minutes. It's so disgusting. So did dude. the BBC release their own? They released their own. They chopped it down to 15 I haven't, minutes. I haven't seen theirs. I'm going to have to see Don't that. even watch it. It's ridiculous. What did they get down to? Stuff against him pretty Just much? Just trying to make him look bad. I'm going to watch it tomorrow. I'm going to wait my first job. Yeah. And, uh, well, they pulled it. You can't. Oh, the BBC pulled it? Yep. Oh, my God. I saw the original and like right when it dropped. Yeah, they pulled it. And it was crazy because a lady wouldn't answer his questions. Yep. She was, she was getting so mad too. You could see her like physically like. I told my wife. My wife hates him. I don't know why, but she uh, low key this time she listened and she was quiet because she started to hear bad. He's not that bad. No, not at all. And then um, she still don't like him. I think it's just to get at me, but to get mad to get me mad, riled up. I don't, I don't give a fuck. But um, it's uh, I said at the end of the interview, I was like, they're gonna kill him, dude. They're gonna kill him, bro. You'll he's just know. He, he's starting to. He's starting to become, uh, uh, and not that he's trying to, but he's like, he's becoming an activist. He, re- be- he really is like against the matrix, against the government. Yeah. He's starting to become an activist. And once you start doing that, that somebody starts showing up and you mm-hmm. know what somebody I'm talking about. Yep. That's somebody that killed Bob Marley. That's somebody that killed uh, Martin Luther King. John F. Kennedy. That's somebody who killed John F. Kennedy. I mean, there's names to these somebody. Somebody that tried to shoot, that shot Reagan. That's somebody that shot Tupac. Bobby Kennedy. That's somebody. That, there's a whole lot of somebody's out there, bro. And no one ever finds out. Yeah. And if nobody's ever, and if no, and if nobody did it, then then nobody did it. Yeah, it's just an ongoing case, and they'll make a Netflix special on it. And that's where it starts getting dangerous, bro. Who fucking somebody somebody online, a comedian, what the fuck's his name, bro? He has this short little guy. He has like straight hair, but he's like short as fuck. What's his name? Short and straight hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's black. If the fuck's his name? Cat Williams? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Cat Williams. Pim pam 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 pam. Yeah, that fucking guy. <laughs> he said something like that. They asked him, I think he was like on the street. Um, like outside, like a store, and he was like, "They're like, you, you know who shot Suge?" He's like, "I'm pretty sure Suge knows who shot Suge," and he's just talking about like, and then he was like, "Somebody shot him or whatever." Then he says, "That's that." Then if nobody shot him, then that's that same somebody or some shit that shot Tupac. That's that same somebody. Uh, there's a whole lot of somebodies in this world, or something. If nobody shot him, then. Nobody or some shit like that, mm-hmm. but that's true though, man. It's the truth, bro. They never know, bro. Before Bob Marley got on stage when he got shot, did you hear? You know about that? No, he got shot, bro. Like the day that he was at a concert, I forgot. I think it was in Jamaica. Somebody came and shot him, bro. And um, he was he was shot, bro. The the crowd was fucking, the crowd was freaking out because he went on stage shot as fuck. On his shoulder, bro. He was shot. Yeah, and he was just up there performing. He, he went up there to perform and people started yelling. And he, he said some of his most iconic words, bro, that they still immortalize to this day. He said, 
he's like told everybody to calm down and he said ladies and gentlemen or whatever he said the wor- the people trying to make this world a shittier place are not stopping are not taking a break so how can i and he proceeded to smoke a blunt and do his set baby that's good that's how it's got to be yeah it's just it's crazy, bro. And that's what I feel like this dude is doing, bro. He's starting to get on a dangerous, dangerous path. Yeah, who knows what happened with that arrest, too, you know? Well, he knows he is. You've seen videos, right, where he says, if if, if something happens to me, just remember, I did not kill myself. Yep, he always says that. He always says that. The Matrix. Yeah. But, nah, dude, it's the truth, bro. It's like, you always ask, like, just ask, bro. Like, if you got a husband, you got a brother, you got a cousin... You got a best friend. Go deeper than that. Don't just say, how 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 are you doing? Oh, not too bad. How about yourself? Oh, good, good. Thanks, bro. No, no, no. Like, legit, ask them, like, how are you feeling? Like, hey, bro, like, for real, like, is everything good? Like, what's going on? Like, how's work? Like, how's the money situation? Even if you can't help someone, you can't help them with the rent because you're in the same boat yourself. It doesn't fucking matter, dude. Just by talking with somebody. It makes them understand that they're not in it alone, bro. Yep. That we're only human. Yeah. It's like a dude has to be the bedrock for his family. He's got to stay. He's got to keep that poker face. You know. Never show anything. It's a difficult. It's a difficult realm to be in, dude. And it's just. I don't know. It's crazy. But that's my take on it, bro. No, I think you nailed it, man. Like I was getting back to earlier. When you come from a. Mexican household, maybe it could be Latinos, but I see it's mostly in a Mexican household. There's no space for that, dude, since you're a kid. There's no space, no for, space for it. For crying, emotion, and nothing. Nothing. Not even hugging, bro. Very rare. Mmm, pinche culo. Unless it's but like, you always yeah, hear. Unless it's like a hug on New Year's or Christmas or a birthday, you know? Yeah. Very rare. You know, it's interesting because. From my mom, from my dad's other side of the family, there's been a lot of hugs and, and, and like a lot of warmth. Yeah. But um, I noticed that from my mom's side, not that much. Mm-hmm. It was very, you know, I noticed that some people in our family get weirded out even when you give them a hug. But from my dad's side, I, I can't say that. I, everybody's been like very like, not touchy, touchy, feely, but like hug, kiss on the cheek. Oh, how you been? Oh, it's nice to see you. Uh, we missed you. Things like that. Like it's been very warm. Yes. But in the house, it's a different story. You know, my dad got so much better with age. Um, and after my mom died, I feel like he kind of loosened up a little bit. But even then, he would have his moments. It took him a long time. It's not, I'm, I'm going to boldly say it's not until maybe like I was like 24 that he started understanding how anxiety plays. Which is crazy because I'm assuming he had a huge deal of it. Yeah, he must have. He had to have. I can only, I, yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah, man, I, uh, I saw it, bro, firsthand, and it was a, uh, but I didn't know what it was at that time, you know. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was just tragedy, and I thought it was just sadness, and I thought it was just part of what was happening. I thought it was a normal that that time would heal it, you know. Yeah. But I saw my dad, bro, fucking struggle, man. I saw him come to work. Asked me and my brother, are you guys hungry? And uh, we would say yes. And we would say yes. He would cook and just go straight to the room and shut the door. 
That was it. That was it, bro. Or he would, or when we when we say he wasn't hungry, when we would say no, we already ate or whatever, he would just go straight to the room, bro. He did that shit for like four months, dude. Damn, straight, bro. Nobody knows that, bro. I've never talked about that. I mean, there's a lot of shit people don't know, bro, because you know nobody asks. Yeah, nobody asks, and like, it's like one of those things like don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, well, then that's why therapy works. Because those kinds of things, you know, it's a, people are going to be like, oh, you sound like a fucking pussy. But nah, man, it's like no, those therapy. kinds of things is what helps, dude. Therapy works, man. Repressed, suppressed or repressed, I don't know, repressed rage. It's a suppressed rage. Yeah, any type of, yeah, any type of suppressed emotion, dude. It's just like. It builds up, dude. Bro, it's just like, when you know, when you cook with an Instapot, it's the right, same right. thing, dude. You suppress all that pressure in there, dude. And you can't even open the cap. But if you somehow figure out a way to open that cap, that fucking, you'll blow the steam. Yeah. That lid will fucking come flying off. It's just, there's no different with your body, with your head. And it'll start showing out either physically or mentally. And it's usually mentally in men, you know? Yeah, it is. When I had my bouts of anxiety, they were pretty bad. Mine showed up both ways, dude. Really? Mentally and physically. It was horrible, dude. And I was always one of those people too, like, I'm not going to no damn therapy. What the hell is this person going to ask me about my feelings? It's not going to work. And it just got so bad. I was like, dude, I was willing to try everything. Cause I was like, I remember sitting there thinking, I like, damn, there's no way I could live the rest of my life feeling like this. I got to try everything. CBD, uh, guided meditation. And I didn't, I didn't align it on therapy, dude. And dude, just from, from the first two sessions, dude, I just felt a lot of that weight come off my shoulders. I didn't say it cured it immediately, but just going through. You know, just doing all the practices, therapy and stuff like that, and just accepting stuff for what it is, it it makes a huge difference, man. So if anyone listening here, if you're a man and you're were raised like that to not show emotion, maybe you're scared of therapy or you're most of the time it's men just scared of therapy and feeling it's their own em- it's it's an emasculating thing. It's just you, you don't want emasculating. you don't want to feel your emotion. I'm telling you if you're having your bouts of anxiety or or whatever it may be, it could be depression. Just do it, man. Do it. It doesn't I'm mean you. it doesn't mean you're weak, bro. It doesn't. It, there's so anything, much content out there that makes so you much, feel that way. To me, there's so much after run through. There's so much more bravery, and you opening up about it and talking to, to someone you don't even know about it that you don't even understand, dude. Like, there's so much content out there, bro. Pushing out that just makes it seem like you don't. That you're a bitch if you do it. And it's like, no, it's not, bro. Like. You need to, bro. Like, look, look. You don't even have to tell anybody, bro. I didn't tell anybody I was on th- doing therapy. I was doing therapy through BetterHelp, mm-hmm. bro. Like, there's just certain things that you need to fucking just get out. There's certain things that you just need to get out and hear yourself say them. Yeah. Or sometimes that therapist, like they've gone to school, they're they're lectured and asking you the right questions that are going to lead up to you having that aha moment because you might have it, you might not. But you might get that aha moment was like, okay, I'm feeling this way. And it kind of does correlate to maybe something happened in the past, in the present, last week. But you will get that moment where you're like, okay, I can see where a lot of this stuff is coming. Or like you're saying, or maybe you just need a soundboard. You need someone to talk to that's not someone that's familiar. You know, someone without judgment. And a lot of times, too, the, the one thing I will say about therapy is that it's like car shopping. You cannot just go with the first one. You gotta you gotta test drive a couple to see which one feels right. 
Yeah, you just got to find the right one, dude. Like, dude, I, 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 I used to, when the CHC in Templeton used to have them, I used to see, I used to go there for that. Dude, there were some that I felt like I needed to help them. Dude, those are. Dude, oh my I God. I've heard from other people that those ones are pretty bad. Well, so there's, oh it my must God. Be a, it's like a collective thing I've heard. So I'm not trying to hate on them, but, you know. No, there are some that are incredibly damaged, dude. I had a dude who was who was like, I didn't know how to do it. It was one of my first time. It was the second therapist I'd ever seen. And uh I didn't know how to do things, bro. I didn't know how to talk. I didn't I didn't know how to how to sit there and kind of conjure up what I was feeling and how to expel it out of my mouth. And this dude proceeds to tell me like about his life, which is all right, right? They're trying to get personal and make you feel comfortable. And he starts telling me about the military and shit. And he starts like, dude, he tells me this crazy ass story of a shit that happened to him in the suck, you know? And then he just kind of like spaces out. It's like had like a flashback. Moment yeah, almost. dude. He had like a flashback. And he's just sitting there and he goes, yeah, I still struggle with it. And it's just, it's a nightmare. And it's just. It really fuck. It really bothers you, and and and, and uh, he just kept breathing, bro, and kept shaking, rocking his head back and forth, like saying yeah, and he just kept saying yeah, yeah, no, it's it's not good. He was just like going through an episode, pretty much. Yeah, I mean that's that's I'm not I'm not dissing on the guy because the veterans go through a lot and they don't get the respect that they deserve these days, but. Bro, like, I'm coming to you for help, dog. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I got your problems to think about. Yeah, dude, I fucking dipped that shit. I was like, bro, this was going to kill me one day in this office one day. Fuck. It was crazy. Oh, my God. I had another lady who just kept, I'm not knocking on them, but I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to give you an example of why you just can't stay with one. But, you know, I had another lady who was, she was so nice. Typical, typical, uh, stereotype, you know, earth tone sweater, short hair, blonde hair, um, um, really nice, uh, uh, soft voice. Dude, all she kept doing was talking about her divorce. Oh my God. The she, whole time. She's salty about it. Yeah, dude. Oh my God. And everything, and everything led to her divorce. I saw her for like three sessions, bro. And the three sessions, they went to the divorce. It's not good. Nope. And then, you know, I just, it's just, it's like car shopping. You can't go with the first one. You got to test drive a couple and see which one's going to be the best for you. But it's really interesting because it's amazing what, what relief you can get because therapy is not supposed to fix your problems. It's supposed to help you cope with them. I think people go to therapy and they, take medications and fucking do all kinds of crazy shit to try to fix the problem and eradicate all of it. But it's not like that. No, it's supposed to help you cope. And I think a lot of people go on worse benders after because they think that they're going to be healed in their mind. And they're like this didn't, well, that didn't work for me. And they do go, they go one session. And, and then sometimes, like you're saying, sometimes people go thinking that they're going to get healed because they went to this one thing. When in reality, they weren't even willing to open up when they were there. That's another part too. You and the only way therapy works is if you were fucking truthful. Yeah, if you're not, if you're not going to open up, don't go. Point blank, don't go because mm. it's not going to work. 
Bro, I the, I can't afford her anymore because just better help is so expensive, dude. But I was talking to this uh I was talking to this one chick and uh she was the therapist. She was a therapist. She was so fucking cool, dude. Her name was like Samantha Bloody or some shit like that. Samantha Blots or something like that. Bro, she was fucking badass, dude. I forgot her last name. It was start with a B, but she was the shit, dude. And uh my goodness, man. She like she said that she was eventually gonna start her own practice and da, 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 da. but that's the cool thing about better help. You can do it over the phone or you can do it um Zoom or something. Or Zoom, however you want. You don't have to um do face to face if you don't feel comfortable doing that. And uh dude, she even told me some shit that I was doing was wrong, bro. And that's the ones you want, bro. You want the ones that tell you, stopping your trying to be like, hold on. You know, the ones that kind of call you out on what you're doing and explain to you why it could be wrong. Yeah, because if you, there's, there are therapists that are yes men. Oh, I feel like at least half of them. Yeah, there are therapists who are going to tell you what you want to hear and say, right, right, right. But, you know, but that's the thing, though. You have to be very transparent. Like, you know, if you're just like, yeah. She 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 drives me crazy, and she says all this, and she does all this, or he doesn't listen, and all he wants to do is this, and all he never he never picks up the kids on time, and da da da. da. But dude, if you're honestly transparent and bring everything to the table, that's how you're gonna get real answers. Yep, because so, they they need that too. Yeah, because if you're going in there and giving a skewed perception of what's reality, then you're gonna get a skewed. Not a diagnosis, but you're going to get a skewed plan of care. Mm-hmm. And therefore, your life's going to be skewed. And for those of you that don't know what skewed is, it's a fucked up line. <laughs> don't walk that shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's all crooked as fuck. That's yeah. dude. Follow the yellow brick road, dude. Dude. It's like, you can't, you can't do that shit, bro. It's, you can't make an everlasting peace with lies. Nope. You just can't. But. That's that that since it's uh men's mental That's it, man. health awareness month. I mean bro. of course we don't have a code for you to save money on better help or anything like that, but not yet. If you can afford it or even if you can't afford it, try to find I know there's some social programs. If you need if you think you need a therapy, you probably do. Don't be scared, man. Go ahead and do it. No actually, one's looking down on you, that's all in your head. Actually, you could, it's not my podcast, but I mean, I don't even know because the joint through Joey Diaz, um, he ended the podcast, but I think it's going to stay active for the rest of the month. You can use promo code Joey to or get Theo to get. Oh, yeah. Theo does it, too. Yeah. Theo, Theo, Theo Vons, uh, uh this past weekend, um, I think it's just promo code Theo and they yeah. give you like the first month off or because you can. So this is the way you do it, guys. This is this is how I did it. So use the promo code Joey. Use promo code Theo. I think you can even do it through Joe Rogan's podcast on Spotify. Um, he has a code for better help also. Um, I believe the Tiger Belly does too with Bobby Lee and Kalila Kuhn. But so what you do is you get that first month cheap. And it doesn't matter how many visits you do. Maybe do two to three visits a week. And then just do a trial run in that month and see how you feel the next month. This isn't clinical guidance. This is just, um, this is just an opinion of how I would do it. Yeah. Or how I did it. And if you're still like kind of green to it, you're still kind of scared and iffy about it, maybe do it, schedule it for your drive home from work, on the way to work, on your way to the gym. 
if you know. Yeah, you can even sit in way. your car outside of Walmart or go for a drive. We have these nice country back roads here. Yeah, just go for a drive or sit outside of Walmart or sit at lunch, dude. You can even take like if you have an hour lunch or whatever, just do it at lunch. Yep. There's many ways of doing it, but just know that there's someone out there. There's always someone to talk to, and they'll help you get through it, man. Whatever you're facing. All right, dude. So this weekend's UFC 289. Let's do a quick one. Let's do a quick one. So we have Amanda Nunez versus Irene Aldana, dude. Mexico can have three, four champions. Because right now we have Brandon Moreno, Alexa Grazo, Yair Rodriguez is the interim champ. He's going to fight Volkanovski for the Undisputed. Uh-huh. And we have Amanda Nunez versus Irene Aldana this Saturday for the championship in the Bantamweight division. It's going to be a hard one, dude. You think so? I mean... Uh, I don't even know what to I, pick. I just I think it's gonna be the dude. I think it's gonna be harder for Red Aldine to miss weight. To to make weight. She's yeah. missed weight like three times. She's too fucking big. She's a big lady, dude. But I don't know if I just see her striking being more crisp. If Amanda Nunez wins, I think it's gonna be by a random hit. By by well no. Not even a random, just she, submission. She, or she's gonna catch her. Mm. But I don't think I like, don't think so. I don't think it'll be a calculated catch. I think it'll just be like if Juliana her Pena's, catching her on a mistake. If Juliana Pena's pillow hands hurt Amanda Nunez, she's going to have a bad long night against her and Aldana. I'm going with Aldana. I am too, and not just because she's... Aldana. I'm, I am too, and not just but because, and dare I say, maybe even stoppage. It's going to be a stoppage, or it's going to be the same situation as Alexa Grazo and Valentina Shevchenko, mm-hmm. just a boxing masterclass. It just depends what Amanda Nunez wants to do. Amanda Nunez better take her to the floor and submit her, dude, because Irene, Irene can fucking box, dude. She has got beautiful striking. Is that the one that Holly home? Um, I'm no. not sure. Let me see. She was one that fought Holly home before and took a beating dude she went through the whole fight though but she meant she took a beating i don't think it was her though what state is she fighting out of state yeah she's from guadalajara that's where she's fighting she from? beat uh she beat macy uh macy and then she beat um um yana santos and yeah she but that was back in 2020 yeah she um she renel donna lost to holly home she lost to oh, holly that, home that, that was a that was a pretty one-sided fight, dude. It was pretty bad. Like, not trying to... <laughs> that, I remember watching that with my dad. That fight was bad, dude. Was it? It was. She whooped her bad. I need to see it. I Home didn't see it. put a beating on her. That was in 2020. Yeah, so that was the one I was thinking. Yeah, I need to see it. I can't speak on that. I didn't with see three it. years is a big difference, you know? She was probably super young in the UFC, don't you think? Yeah, she hadn't been in the UFC too long. I don't know, dude. She's a... Um, to fight Holmes, a fucking legend, you know? To fight that earlier in your career. Yeah. Was home fight this weekend or the weekend next weekend? The next weekend after that. Yeah. She's like 40 now. She's old, dude. I love watching her fight, man. She couldn't do shit against Amanda Nunez, but... Mm-mm. But yeah, dude, I don't know. I just think her her striking is so fucking crisp. It's um, I don't know. It it was fucking crazy. But now you got me thinking about that Irene fucking Aldana. 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, who knows? I mean, it, yeah, you got to watch the highlights on that video. It was bad. It was in Abu Dhabi, huh? It's pretty bad, dude. I'm going to check that out. She didn't win a single round. That bad, huh? Yeah. But I, need to check I, but it out. I remember being, no, but I remember we were being so impressed by her just not giving up and pushing forward, pushing forward, pushing forward, pushing forward. It's the Mexican way, bro. Like she never once like slowed down or was just kind of lost in defeat. She just was still looking for that knockout the whole fight. Yeah, I've been watching her, bro, since uh, I didn't see that fight, but the last fights I've been impressed. Yeah, but I mean, she was like, like we're saying she's a younger fighter. That was earlier in the UFC, and Holmes got those kicks, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've been watching her fight. I'm very confident because. I think she's taking two because I feel like Nunez isn't the same Nunez we had five years ago. Oh, no. I mean, that's just father clock always catches up you to know? you. But, but I mean, the. Th- she rectified her mistakes when she fought Juliana Pena the third time because she put a beating on her, a master class. But the crazy thing is, is that Juliana Pena still hurt her. She still cut her up. And Juliana Pena doesn't have elite striking. Yeah. She's a mid fighter, bro. It's crazy. Like, she got that little Juliana win. Pena, is that the one that's like Venezuelan or something? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good fight. Yeah, but that was pathetic, dude. Like, the third fight. That she- was 2021, right? Something like that, but the third fight, she got mopped up, bro. Mm-hmm. She made her look stupid, but the second fight was a trip because she made Amanda Nunez look fucking subpar. Yeah, she got her with those overhands, huh? Which is, dude, the punches were so slow. They're just average. It was like sparring punches. They were so slow. Like, it was ridiculous. Like, Amanda Nunez didn't look right that night, and she even said it, and she did prove it on the third fight. But that's my point. My point is, is that if that kind of shit shake shook her up recently, I don't even want to see what Irene Aldana will do to her now. Yeah, hopefully we can get that pick. Don't forget Charles Oliveira. Don't forget Charles Oliveira's on this card too. But don't forget back in the day they used to call him a quitter. His last fight kind of looked that way. Well, he says he didn't. He he didn't. He he wasn't the same. I mean, but Islam Makashev did get him in a fucking chokehold pretty quick, and it was it was a quick thing. We couldn't yeah. see really what it was. But before he went on that insane run, dude. I mean, he fucking beat up Michael Chandler. He beat up Michael Ga- uh, Justin Gaethje. He beat Kevin Lee. Like he went on a good run, dude. With with high caliber people too. Yeah. So don't forget that. You know, it's like it just happens that way, bro. But he, he, you know, he could be going through something we don't know about. But that's what I'm saying. Like Irene you know? Aldana, whatever happened in 2020 is not the same shit. That's what I'm saying. Three years, that's a lot of growth. Especially yeah. when it comes to fighting. And she's been training with Alexa Grasso. So they both got that champion mindset. Yeah, and, I, and like I was saying, and Holly Holmes not a fucking sack of potatoes, dude. Yeah, I don't. Uh, she's just not elite anymore, in my opinion. No, it, 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 she's not. She's not somebody that she could have had a freak night that night because she hasn't done shit anymore. Mm-mm. But she was good at one point, but you know that had happened. But whatever. But so I'm going. I think Irene Aldana just depends if she goes to the ground. Then maybe Amanda Nunez by submission. But um, then after that, Charles Oliveira's fighting Benil Dariush. That's going to be an interesting. I think he's fight. got in the bag. Who Charles? Yeah, I think Charles got in the bag. Yeah, uh, Benil Dariush has been slept before. And I'm going decision. Think so. Yeah, I think he finishes him, but I don't I know. So. I, I don't know though because Benil Dariush has good wrestling. Like he's not afraid to wrestle with Charles. But the thing that worries me is that Benil Dariush has been slept before, mm-hmm. and Charles Oliveira's got a fucking sneaky, uh, stinging punch, dude. He's got those it's sneaky, sneaky jabs too. bro. It's sneaky as fuck. 
They 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 say that one of the hardest hitters in the lightweight division is Justin Gaethje, and um, Michael Chandler. He he couldn't finish. He dropped Michael Chandler a couple times. Justin Gaethje did, but he couldn't finish him. And Charles Oliveira finished him, dude. He slept him. He slept him for a little bit on the corner when he got him. Mm-hmm. That was right when he came from Bellator, huh? Yeah. Well, he fought. Um, what's the fuck's his name? Uh, Corey Sanhagen? No. No, 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 no. He fought uh, the other white boy. What's his name? The dude from Australia. Oh. That was his first fight. Fucking uh, a rugby player? No, 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 no. That's that's Alexander Volkanovski. Yeah, I say, I don't think that's the pound. That's the pound for pound king right now, bruh. But um, God damn it, was his name, bro? He's from Australia too. Um, it's not Dan Ige. That's fifty k Dan Ige. Uh, let's see, let's see. Come on, bro. What's his last fight? Uh, Dan Hooker. He fought Dan Hooker. How did he do on that one? Well, he beat him. I don't think I've seen that one immediately. That was his first fight when he, when he, when he jumped over. When Chandler, he, Chandler's a good contender. When he jumped over from Strike Force, that was his first fight. He fought Dan Hooker, and then he lost to Charles Oliveira, lost to Justin Gaethje. Then he fucking slept um, Tony Ferguson with the kick. Caught him, huh? Yeah. And then he got, and he, and he got absolutely destroyed by Dustin Poirier. Even though he put his fingers in his mouth, too. Yeah, that was a good fight, though. That was a great fight. To that, to, so we a had a fan fight for so sure. So Charles Oliveira, yeah. All right, yeah. Let's see. You got Dan Ige versus Nate the Train, dude. I'm taking the train. Yeah, me too. He's just on a good run right now. But um, other than that, those are the, those are the pretty big fights. Um, Chris Curtis is fighting Nasrin Imamov. The one I'm gonna watch this weekend, just because I'm a fan, is Teofimo Lopez and Josh Taylor. It's too much other good fights, bro. Who's like he fighting? Josh Taylor for a belt. Yeah. And I think if he wins, he gets that confidence back. I feel like he was on the... Yeah, I feel like before he took that loss, he was on the way to be become one of the biggest. He was, yeah. I think he'll get his confidence too back. Too much excuses, though. He'll get a belt. He'll be a, two, he'll be a two-weight uh, division champ. Too much excuses for my liking. Yeah. He couldn't just take his loss like a man. I just like him, dude. I like how I like his showmanship, everything. I I do too. He was very entertaining. His backflips, his emotes. How he beat up he beat up Comey. He beat up um he beat up Comey. He knocked out uh what the fuck was his name, dude? He knocked out that Mexican dude uh recently. No, nah, he's entertaining, dude, but I just I don't like dudes who just fucking- And he actually beat fucking Lomachenko. It was close, but he actually beat him. Like it wasn't like a it wasn't like a Haney fight where you had to have this conversation. Yeah. Like, did he win or did he not? Yeah. He actually no, beat him. No, he did. Lomachenko had a bad night that night. Mm-hmm. But he just too much excuses, dude. I, I, didn't, like, like, I didn't like that shit. I feel like one, that man. was his peak, Lomachenko. I feel like he thought after he beat Loma, that was like on the best. Nothing that can was happen. the Super Bowl. He's like, that's nothing ever going to happen after this. It's all the way up. And then look what happened. Well, and then when you have a dad like his, fucking oh, yeah. inflating your head. Yeah, I wonder how much better he would be if he actually just... Just kept Focused. the dad in the in the corner, but not as the main training camp, you know. Like Andy Ruiz, yeah. Andy Ruiz could be so. Andy Ruiz has a has a has a. Uh, he has a what's the word I'm looking for? It starts with a C. Ah, what's the word I'm looking for, bro? Uh, starts with a C. Describe it. 
Um, when you have to, when, when you do, sh- di- no, it's the D discipline. Yeah. He has a discipline issue, dude. He's always had it. Freddie Roach talked about it. When he was training with Freddie Roach, he says he's always had a discipline issue. Always. So, oh, good. but that's just an example. His dad's on the sidelines and doesn't really do that. Um, oh, what's that fool? It's Leo Santa Cruz's dad's always in his corner, but he's not like in it. He's not his coach and shit. Yeah. So that's what Teo needs. Just from the outside looking in, maybe if his dad was in the corner, still as a supporting character, but kind of give the reins to a real training camp, uh, you know? Yeah. Or like Robert Garcia or Mikey Garcia. My Robert Garcia, his brother used to train him, and the dad used to just kind of hand the water and shit. I feel like he'd do good over there. Robert Teo? Garcia. I feel like Taylor would do good over there in Oxnard. Yeah, Robert Garcia's got a good fucking style. Josh Anthony Josh was too much of a little bitch. He didn't want to stay. Josh made him look bad, bro. Nah. You think Anthony Joshua made Robert Garcia look bad? I did. How? He can't even win, dude. That's his problem. He's been he, he's been he's been fucked. I don't think he, I, I don't think so. It seemed I, like it, he didn't even take any of that or whatever he learned there. Robert Garcia's name is not stained, bro, and everybody knows that. Be everybody in the boxing community knows that because Anthony Joshua's damaged goods, bro. Yeah. He's damaged goods. He the Everything, bro. He was with Rob McCracken when he fucking lost to Andy Ruiz. And there was already rumors of him having anxiety attacks when he got fucking beat up by Joe Joyce. There was already rumors about that. Uh, was it Joe Joyce or Anthony Dubois? One of those two fools that fucking beat his ass in sparring. There was issues about the anxiety. His dad didn't want him to fight. Blah, blah, blah. So, he, he, you know, I shouldn't say damaged goods, but... He's not in the proper mind state, in my opinion, to be boxing. He needs to heal whatever the fuck he's got going on and then come back because he's just making himself look bad. Yeah. He's making himself look bad. Kind of what Fury did. Yeah, exactly. Get away from the game. But, you know, he had that problem. Dude, I didn't know thir- I didn't know Fury's only 34. Yeah, he's old. He's, 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 well, for boxing, he's no, getting there. I didn't know he was only 34. I thought this guy was like 38, 40. <laughs> yeah, he looks old. He looks old. But that that in a boxing age, he's getting there. Damn. Boxers don't have a long shelf life, dude. I think the heavyweight division might. This fuck. Eh, yeah, who's it left in there? Oh no, the heavyweight division is beautiful right now. But they're all older. That's what I'm. So I'm kind of getting at. They're all over. They're all like thirty. Yeah, they're in their thirties. I think Josh is probably the youngest one of like the. You know the, new, the relevant the, fucking character names. Yeah. How old is he in his late twenties? Nah, he's like early 30s, maybe late 20s. Joshua? Yeah, he's early oh, 30s. Shit, I didn't know that. I thought he was like my age, like 28. Yeah, he's probably early 30s or late 20s. Let's see. Uh, Anthony. So I know Reese is like 33, right? Yeah, Reese is like 33 or something. Fury's 34. Robert Helene. Yeah, he's 33. Helene? Robert Helene is his old as fuck. He's trash. But, but, um,. The heavyweight division is good right Bomber now. is old too, right? Deontay Wilder is old too. He's like 37, 36. But the, but, the, but the heavyweight division is still good right now, man. And then freaking you have Kong's hella old. Ah, fuck, yeah, that guy's out of it. But you have like, even then he's a dangerous fight. Even yeah. then he's a dangerous fight. You have, let's, let's say you have Luis Ortiz. You have Andy Ruiz. You have Deontay Wilder. You have Tyson Fury. You have, even though he lost to Robert Hellenius, you have Adam Kowanaki, who was Joshua. fucking, who was savage before 
That little fat Polish fuck was so good, dude. Before he lost to the, that was a huge upset that he lost to Hellenius twice. Mm-hmm. Both were upsets, by the way. You have um, uh, Zhai Li Zhang, the big old Chinese dude. That guy's good, dude. You have um, um, uh, what's his name, dude? The dude from uh, the Czech Republic that beat Zhai Li Zhang. Uh, we have Usyk. You have Alexander Usyk. Then you have that fuck that guy from that guy from the Czech Republic, dude. I forgot his name, but anyways, you a Croatian, not Czech Republic. He's Croatian. You have that guy. You have um, what's that dude's name, bro? Ah oh, man, Isn't he like some Australian, New Zealand dude, Joseph Parker. He's all right. Well, but there's another dude, bro. That's that that just started coming him up. Anyway, they, that that's a stacked division, dude. The heavyweight division, when the heavyweight division is, is golden like that, boxing does pretty good. Mm-hmm. But they just can't seem to get the fights then on the heavyweights, right? Well, yeah, but hopefully like Ryan get what two a year. Hopefully Ryan Garcia and Javante Davis uh, change that. Yeah, because it seems like it seems like we're getting three mega fights a year from heavyweight. Is it even three? Not even two. It's these promoters make it so difficult. But so what, how do? Yeah, I don't know. It's fine. With Ryan Garcia and Tank fighting, all of a sudden we hear Earl Spence and, Crawf- and Crawford came to an agreement on July 29th. Yeah, at like fucking 40. But see, they added the pressure, dude. They're like 40 years old now? Yeah, well, no, they're not that old. They're, they're still considered a good fight. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Tank Tank and fucking and Ryan Garcia was perfect because then it's going to make people be like, oh, I got to get my shit together, bro. Yeah, get that money up. Yeah, and that's what I like about that shit, bro. Devin Haney, low-key has been fighting whoever. He didn't give a fuck. He fought Jorge Linares when nobody wanted to fight him, bro. That's what I like about Haney. I know a lot of people have their opinions on him, but I like him overall. Yeah, I like him, too. He's he just fights, annoying, too. I know he doesn't run from the fight. He fights. I think Shakur Stevenson's going to be a problem, bro. Yeah, Shakur's got that fucking finesse. Dude, huh? oh, my God. He's so fast. I don't like how he talks, though, dude. Oh, I know. He's annoying, but, dude, he's dude, so what good. What about Roly? He's so... Dude, that guy's a fucking idiot, dude. dude Roly, have you heard of... He's fighting he, Ryan Garcia. Did you hear him go in on fucking Haney? Yeah, he's an idiot, dude. That shit was so funny, though, dude. You know, he was saying that he didn't lose to Tank or whatever. That was a mistake. How? He's trying to... He was arguing that he lost. It's like, bro, you got fucking slept. What do you mean? He didn't get slept, but he got fucking... He got sent to the shadow room for a little bit. He was on the ropes, not knowing where he was. He had to go to the gulag. Yeah, he's going to fight Ryan Garcia soon. Supposedly. Yep. I think Ryan Garcia smokes him. Now, I saw another little uh, conspiracy that he might fight Timothy. No, no, not Timothy. Jose Broner wants to get back into fighting. Oh, Adrian Broner? Yeah, I guess the lawyer. He's fighting this weekend. Broner is? Yeah, he's fighting. On the tail card? I think so. He's fighting some nobody. Well, the lawyer was kind of hinting at, like, he's like, I can get you a big money fight. Talk, let's talk. And some people are like, well, that could be Ryan. Nah, I hope not. I man. hope not either. Yeah, Adrian Broner's fighting this weekend. On the tail card. I'm pretty sure. Bill Hutchinson. I'm just a tail fan, dude, so I just kind of still try to support as much as I can. Oh, great. Don King put on that promotion. Don King's still alive? Yeah. How old is he? Uh, he's old. Fuck that guy. It's got to be 80, no? Look, he's a fucking asshole. Don King says Broner's resilience reminds him of Ali. Bro, shut the fuck up. Don't even put those two in the same. Don't even put those two in the same fucking sentence, dude. I fucking hate Adrian Broner, dude. 
Broner to Ali, bro. Resilience. You're talking about a man that can actually them. talk in public, and another man that's just fucking vulgar and doesn't know what he says. Why does motherfuckers you do chicken and rice? All these fucking Mexicans in this building booing me. Yeah. I just beat the fuck out of a Mexican. Dude, it's, dude, he's fucking annoying, dude. Shouting out his hood and the Crips and all kinds of stuff, remember? But I just want to thank y'all. You know I'm the hood boy. for being here. Fucking West Side, whatever, whatever. So you're three and three and one in your last seven fights. What do you do now? Hey, I may be three, three and one, but I'll be seven and no against you. It's like, dude, yeah, the guy's stop, like 70. bro. Stop. Stop. Y'all know I beat that boy. Y'all know I beat Manny Pacquiao. I know I beat that boy. Manny bro, Pacquiao you did beat you not at old him. age. Easily. Bro, he fucked. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So boxing's not where it is anymore. I don't ever think it'll ever get back to where it used to be in the golden ages. Um, but it's uh it's 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 better than it was mm, like five years ago. We have hope though. I think we have hope with the fighters are still in there though. Especially that 130 through 145 pounders. Those are the best. There's a lot there, dude. I feel like there's like what? There's at least 10 fighters there, just like yeah. high caliber. Yeah, there's a couple of small weights, dude. They're like, good, too. Like you were saying, they just need to fucking get the fights done. We, people, people we need are, a fight. We need a mega fight once a month. People are sleeping on that lower division, dude. I kind of like those better. Oh, me too. That one that fought two weekends ago uh, on that uh, Ali's grandson, it was on that card. That fucking guy was he from Japan? Nayo Inoue. He, he's considered so he's considered the pound for pound best on some people's list. Boom, dude! He hits so fucking hard. Nayo Inoue. You have Nayo Inoue. You have El Gallito Strada. You have Carlos Cuadras. You you have uh, oh, no, you, you brought out. You have Sisaket Sorong Visay. What's that fight? Chocolatito. Oh, he's good. You have is, all these is guys. He the one, is he the one that's gonna fight Vaquero Navarrete? They just signed a fight. El, El no, 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 no. It's going to be Navarrete is fighting Valdez. Yeah, Oscar Valdez. That's going to be a good fight, dude. But that's Shakur Stevenson's way, same way. That's These guys are fight. tiny. Fool. These fools are super. Especially Moscas. They're super. They're flyweights. What do you think about that one? About Quero Navarrete and. Eh, I don't know. I think Oscar Valdez is probably too strong for Navarrete, but it depends how Navarrete comes out. He's active though, dude. He's a lot, yeah. And that guy know. takes a lot of hits. He does. It just depends. I don't even know if I, I just hope it's a I hope it's a bloodbath. I just miss those, dude. You don't get fights like Morales and Barrera or like fucking Marquez and Pacquiao. Fucking Mickey Ward versus Winky, Arturo Gatti. Winky Wright. Fucking Jermaine Taylor. Yeah, Corrales. All those guys are just fucking. Those guys were good, but I'm talking like gritty motherfuckers. Yeah. That fought in the fucking ring. Like, like those fool, like Eric Morales, Manny Pacquiao in his heyday, like his younger weight days. Fucking, dude, just watch that fight one day. Watch Mickey Ward versus Arturo Gatti. My fucking, my lord, dude. You will, you will scream right now. Even you know that the fight was took place such a long time ago, mm-hmm. you will literally go, "Oh shit, oh shit, dude!" That fight was fucking crazy. Watch you guys if you guys want to have a true boxing experience, a uh, fucking how it used to be when we say golden a- ages. Yeah, like I watch think- Manny Pacquiao versus Eric Morales one. Watch Barrera, all three of them. I mean, maybe just the first two, but 
Morales versus Barrera. Those are so good. You can, but the first two are bad ass. Uh, Gaddy versus Ward, the first one. You can watch that one. Th- those are fucking bangers. Um, if you want to watch uh, some a story of resiliency, watch fucking um, Hulu Cesar Chavez versus uh, fucking Mildred Taylor, the first one. Um, if you want to watch a, a fucking uh, controversial fight that could have went against Floyd Mayweather, watch Floyd Mayweather versus Jose Luis Castillo. The lawyer one was good, too. Yeah, I I watched that fight over though. I I I can see why he didn't win. He just got uh, Floyd Mayweather got too surgical. Was good. Is that is that the one that passed away or was that was that Corrales? Which one? I think one of those two. Passed oh no, Diego Corrales. That In the motorcycle accident. Yeah, motorcycle right? accident. No, Jose Luis Castillo. He's you know what one else is good is uh, what's Desert Storm? What's his name? Timothy Bradley. Timothy Bradley and Marquez. Marquez. And that was older Marquez. That was a, those are good fights. Yeah. So watch those fights. Marquez so, out of that dog in him too, huh? Yeah, he just he just sloppy. He, he just he had to switch up his style late in his life because it was hard, dude. Like because he was he was put in such a weird spot because he had to compete against Eric Morales and Marco Antonio Barrera. Like those two foos were like that was Mexico's like warriors, and then you have Marcus who was like more like a like a reserve fighter, and then he switched it up later in his career, turned it into a boxer puncher where he took more risks. Yeah, but he got you know he he always got knocked down, bro. Like he just always he took he took a couple of knockdowns, but it's like he took a risk, bro. He had to because he had to stay who's relevant. gonna buy your tickets? Yeah, who's gonna who's gonna support you if Eric Morales is over there fucking giving wars? And Eric and Marco Antonio Barrera is fucking uh, also fucking putting on some crazy yeah. fucking shows. And then God forbid you're fighting on the same night under a different promotion. Yeah. No one's buying your gate money, dude. You got all oh, classic. This was before our time. But another classic fight, too, that you can watch is, um, is Tommy Hearns versus, um, uh, fuck. What's his name, dude? Tommy Hearns versus Marvin Hagler, the first one. Uh, that's a fucking good fight. You can fight uh Wilfredo um Ooh. uh Salvador oh, Sanchez, Sanchez versus Wilfredo Gomez. Those are bangers right there. You can watch that one. With um, the little shorts. Duran versus Sugar Ray Leonard. <sighs> Asuma Asuma Nelson versus Salvador Sanchez. The fucking beating Salvador Sanchez put on on Azuma Nelson when Azuma Nelson was the WBC champion and was fucking feared and revered. And if it was, and you know what? Asuma Nelson has to be happy, dude. That fucking, not happy, but since Salvador Sanchez died, because other than Asuma Nelson, that's who rocked that division. Salvador Sanchez was just crazy. I mean, if he's talked about so much to this day by boxers and real fans, could you imagine if he had another five years in his career? My opinion, if he didn't die, he'd be better than Chavez. My opinion. Well, he would have took all that clout. Because he probably would have been relevant still towards the beginning of Chavez's career, right? Yep. I feel like he, he, he Mike Chavez Tyson. Had, Chavez had all the had all the mid eighties through the mid nineties, right? Mm-hmm. Like what would you say, eighty five through like ninety six? Oh my way, late seventies. He started in the late seventies. Chavez? Chavez, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. He had over a hundred fucking fights. When did he lose to the La Hoya? When he, I know he was oh, old. Oh, he was already done, dude. He I know was he, was old, he was old, but... in the but 90s. That was in the late 90s, right? Like yeah, early. Like around there. 
early. Earlier. Let me see. Let's get this shit. Let's get this correct. Bruh. So he had 96 fight, right? 96 or 86 without losing? Yeah, see, look, 81. He started in 81. 80s, 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 and then. Yeah. So I think around 85 is probably when he had the most steam, right? When everyone was like, God damn. Uh, uh, well, when he started being like. Like the fucking. Once man. you start seeing names, like when he beat uh, Edwin Rosario and all these foods. So like 87. Yeah, because then he started beating fucking. Roger Mayweather and fucking Meldrick Taylor and fucking all these crazy fighters. And, mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, so around there. But yeah, he's like, he lost to De La Hoya like 98. When he was like 40. Yeah, hasta viejo, wey. And even then, that was a good fight. 96, actually. 96, actually. But yeah, so you want to watch that shit? Those are good fights, dude. It's just thrilling, like I said, man. Thrilling Manila, dude. Like I said, man. The fucking boxing was my first love, but the UFC is just doing too good of a job, man. That's why I don't fucking rush to boxing anymore. It's just it just changed, dude. Dana just gives people what they want. He gives people what they want. He doesn't give a fuck about padding people's records. You're either good or you're not. Yep, and that's what it is, and that's why they're smoking the game, dude. Like honestly. This is their year, too, I feel like. I feel like a better fight than Tofimo and Josh Taylor. I'd rather watch that. It's going to be Jaime Munguia and David Ochenko. Yeah. That's also this weekend. I'd rather watch that. I think I'm just partial to Tail. Right, because it's a, cause it's a you fan like thing, you know? Because you like him. But as far as style matchups and and leaving uh, leaving favoritism out of it, mm-hmm. I personally think that... Munguia's good, though. I personally think that styles make fights. Well, that's a fact. Styles make fights. And if you're looking mm-hmm. for a banger, maybe not just a banger, but a fight that's going to give you more entertainment, it's going to be Munguia versus Deverinchenko. Yeah. What are they fighting at? 30 what? No. Munguia? Munguia fights at 155. Oh, shit. Yeah. My 160, maybe. Even. They're they're bigger guys, dude. Okay. He's in he's in Golovkin's way, so I think it's one sixty. Yeah, or I don't even know if he moved up to one sixty eight. I think it's one sixty. Yeah, yeah. So so if uh, is, wasn't someone else moving up to forty? Is it Haney and Ryan Garcia? No, Ryan Garcia. Yeah, one forty. So so that means if Teo gets the belt this weekend at one forty, then that division is going to end up getting stacked too. Yeah, well, everybody needs Ryan Garcia. Well, then the Ryan, that's a good fight, Ryan Tail. Yeah, but, I don't think But I think Haney was saying he was going to move up to 140 as well. Yeah. Ryan Garcia just needs to get some. Haney was too big for that weight, I think. He's a weight bully, yeah. He, he's been struggling to make that weight, he said always. I think 40 would be a good look on him. Yeah, Ryan Garcia needs to get some wins under his belt. He needs to get his confidence back. Because mm-hmm. that kid is going to be depressed after that. But, you know, hey, hopefully that was a good lesson, and hopefully it's a – he seems Can- hopefully it's a Canelo Mayweather moment where he got the rub. Hopefully he got the rub. And- he seems to be in high spirits, or at least he's doing a good way of showing it. I think. Yeah, but he's as high spirits as he can with don't the loss. For- but- don't forget, we had no clue he had anxiety problems, and he just disappeared from the game all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, but yeah, we'll see what happens, man. Interesting weekend. Uh, that's all I got, baby. That's all I got. I don't know. I don't have anything else, man. That's I think we it, did man. Good. 
All right. That's well, all I got for me. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you guys for listening. And as always, like, comment, hate, and subscribe. We out. Out.